0: Welcome to Financial Fridays. I'm Bob Gustafson, a certified financial planner and the owner of the Triton Financial Group. Each episode is an excerpt from my radio show, The Financial Focus, where we answer questions from our listeners. Our goal is to help you increase your financial knowledge through these conversations of 10 minutes or less.
1: Bob, I heard one of your shows where you talked about downsizing your home and wanted to see if you could talk a little bit more on this particular subject. Oh, I'd love to talk more about that
0: subject. In fact, it's it's one that's... uh. You know something I think a lot more people should uh, should consider doing, and we'll spend some time on this subject this morning because there's quite a few people out here that might benefit from something like this. And I actually uh, I actually went in and blew the dust off a model I wrote some time ago to where you could actually you know pump some numbers in to see exactly you know what you might be saving because we talk we talk a lot about it, but we don't really provide any you know backup to people um, other than just to you know to mention it as a possible as a possible uh, uh, an, uh, um, option. As it, as it is to save money and stretch your retirement dolls to make them to make them go farther. But um, so what I did is I just threw a couple of numbers into uh, into the model here just to give folks an idea of exactly how much you can you know you can save by downsizing in your retirement years sooner rather than later. So basically, what I did is I looked at uh, you know look at two two different size houses, John. Uh, I looked at like say a, a home that costs around seven hundred k. And if you downsize to something, say around 400k, and when you consider the um, you know the reduction in taxes and the uh, the the reduction in, in bills that you have to pay because the square footage is smaller and upkeep and all that other fun stuff, and then you add a couple of variables in there and make some assumptions, you know, uh, real estate commission and uh, the real estate growth assumption, which we used as a, and what we used there was the k uh, shiller uh, home price index from, I think, is 1895 to 2005, which we're going to talk about in just a minute. And then a portfolio of return of about 5% over a 15-year period. This is a pretty interesting number, John. Now, now, now listen to this. The advantage, the cost reduction savings, okay, that you would get coupled with um, a, uh, you know, a growth in your investment portfolio from selling the home and pocketing the difference is about $500,000 over a 15-year period. It's a pretty significant number. Well, now, granted, you know, most people don't live in $700,000 homes, as our average clients generally do, and then some. But if you take that to a smaller level and even cut this, this number in half, you're talking about a quarter of a million dollars. Now, for the average person, that's like five years of additional, um, of, of additional assets. So that can, that can go a long, long way. The interesting thing is few people um, actually embark upon the downsizing thing sooner than they, than they actually should. You know, most people start downsizing, you know, late in their 60s or what have you, but doing it sooner can add a lot to your bottom line in, in, in terms of your, uh, you know, re- your retirement assets. So the numbers are pretty staggering, and I'd encourage you to look at it. And uh, th- that's the quantitative um, aspect of it, but there's also a quali- there's a also a qualitative perspective. What tends to happen, you know, you might say this, oh, yeah, that's a no-brainer. Why don't we, uh, uh, you know, you know, consider downsizing? But you know, I think we'll wait until maybe we're, in, you know, in our 70s or what have you to do that. This is an interesting, interesting phenomena, and I think you'll you'll get it if I draw an analogy. As we age, we tend to become very resilient to change, John. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've probably seen that in your own life. I, I can remember, you know, with my grandmother just a few short years ago before she passed away, um, I wanted to take her um, out, out to a restaurant. But I wanted to take her somewhere different, somewhere she hadn't been. And she absolutely did not want to go anywhere other than the restaurants that she always would go to sure. to get the same food, the same drink, have the same waitress and the whole nine yards in the exact same atmosphere. Twenty years before, then it would have been a different story. She would have gone to the Thai restaurant with me. She would have gone to the uh, the the uh, the, the Grill, uh, uh, you know, in Marlborough for uh, for Indian food or what have you. But you know, as we age, we tend to become more resilient to, to change. So the odds of you actually selling the, ma- the 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 family home as you age tends to diminish because of that. I can so, see that. So. From, from that perspective, it makes a lot of sense to try to do it sooner rather than later. And as you can see, just over a 15-year period from, say, age 60 to 75, the difference can be substantial. So what I recommend to quite a few people who might be in the situation where they where they need their retirement dollars to stretch. I mean, granted, we have quite a few clients, John. Well, that's not a worry. They can stay in their their. their, their their homes and second homes and third homes for that matter and never have to worry about it but for the rest of us um it becomes important to maximize how long our retirement dollars are going to last and downsizing as soon as reasonably possible if you're living in a home that you can downsize from in the first place can make a lot of sense and i can't encourage people enough to think about that as a a strategy
1: yeah i wonder if uh you know having the kids linger longer in the homes, which seems to be a trend of over the last, you know, 10, 20 years is keeping people from downsizing a lot, you know, Bob? Great,
0: great, great point. And in fact, um, just last night, uh, I was doing a, uh, uh, um, having a consultation with a, with a new client. We were we were actually going through the initial findings and I was talking exactly about the subject, but for them, one of the issues was they had their um, mother-in-law that, that, that's living with them, and they need the extra space. So for them, even though their son's going to go to college this year and they want to downsize, they think that's a, you know, when I presented that idea to them and I showed them the numbers, um, they, were, they were pretty excited about it. But because of their situation with the mother-in-law, um, it may be a number of years still before they're able to take advantage of that strategy. Yeah. But that's a good point. Uh, you've got children coming back from college um, or, you know, people getting divorced having to come back home for a while and then you've got a situation where uh, folks are running out of money so your parents may have to come and live with you. So this strategy won't work for everybody if, if you're in those particular circumstances, but for those who it can work for, it's a pretty good idea.
1: Yeah, I imagine too, Bob, you know, like the things that you don't think about but might even increase the quality of life, not just the saving money part is, you know, the upkeep on a home, just cleaning a, a larger home. You know, when you get a little bit older, it's like you know, having a nice smaller ranch, uh, you know, less vacuuming, less everything to do would, would would seem to be a bonus, I think, if you can do it, like you said. Not every situation. No, that's a
0: that's a very good point too, and that's a very common thing I hear from when people um, adopt that strategy. It's uh, it's not just for the money. It's about oh, I don't have to worry about the lawn, or I don't have to worry about you know painting a huge home or, or all the upkeep things. It's actually it actually increases quality of life, which is a surprising, um, you know, benefit uh, of doing that. We look at the monetary aspect of it, but there's another end of it, as you point out, and it's the uh, and actually an improved quality of living. You got less stress, is the bottom line, which is a which can be a very very good thing.
1: Yep. And as you do get resistant to change as you get older, I think uh, that that is true to, to do it a little bit early. So maybe you can enjoy, hey, this is a new neighborhood, you know, I got new stores to go to or uh, a park across the street or whatever the case may be. You got a completely new environment to adapt to that I think you probably enjoy doing or, or be better at uh, assimilating with when you're a little bit younger than like you said, when you get a little bit older, you're so set in your ways, you just want to to your expectations to be met like like your grandmother at the restaurant she's like (laughs) look I know what kind of food I'm craving right now and I don't want to try anything new I want this dish because I don't get out that much anymore and I want to make sure that I get what I want
0: no exactly and it got to the point with my grandmother she didn't even need to see the menu she already she (laughs) she knew the restaurant knew what she wanted to get didn't have to look at the menu but would want to go to the same place all the time and that's fine but it, you should be realizing that as we age, we become more resilient, and to try to take that into consideration and think about it before, uh, you know, before that time comes. So that, it's a,
1: that reminds me of a story I recently read, Bob. You might have seen it; it was kind of making the rounds. But uh, there was a woman, I think in Florida, that was, uh, you know, she'd been in hospice care for a long time, and she had some caregivers that were, had been taking care of her, and her kind of her dying wish. Or she wanted uh, one last meal at the Olive Garden, which is a, you know a great thing. As a simple thing, as something they could actually you know do for her. So some of the uh, the people that are taking care of her, you know, brought her down there, and she was happy as a clam, and you know took pictures, and it was it was kind of like her last request, if you will, because she she didn't have much longer to go. So you know sometimes keeping it simple, if if you can, you know, if that's your dying wish, if you you know that's beautiful, you, you can make it come true.
0: Thank you for joining us today on our Financial Fridays podcast. I hope you found the information useful, and if so, feel free to share this podcast with people who may benefit from the topics discussed. Subscribe by visiting our website at financialfridays.com.